what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken. Hello and welcome to Broken Up and Glorious on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and I'd like to be joined by the energised Nick Davey. Good evening. It's coming home. Yeah, it's coming home. <laughs> and the playboy prince of professional wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello. It is coming home. You're both well? Yeah. I'm very well. I'm halfway to being double vaxxed. Uh, yeah. England have got off to the perfect start. I've just had a lovely Solero. Everything's just coming. Everything's coming up. Uh, uh, Millhouse. But uh, apart from yeah, England, apart from the England's first ever opening game win in Euro Euro's history. So I'll take the one 0 win against Croatia. That's a win to be fair. He played well. Mm-hmm. I said to me mate just before the game. I said to him, I said, Calvin Phillips has to have a good game here, otherwise we're. <laughs> Absolutely ruined, and I was like, Why? Well, that's it. The funny thing was, on the train, because I played football in the morning, I got the train to to Brighton after for the the match. And I was saying, the three players who I was most angry about starting were Mings, Phillips, and Sterling. And they were probably (laughs) the three best players on the pitch, to be fair. Exactly. That's what I said. Yeah, no. uh, I was like, Why is Raheem Sterling starting? Yeah. I was like, Why is he even on the pitch? Exactly, but like, that's why we're all Phillips got in. Why we're football fans and Gareth Southgate's the England manager, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> I, I particularly enjoyed it. So I can't wait for the next so Friday. The next game, so. Friday night uh, against Scotland. the Scots. Yeah, mm-hmm. exciting. Seen some of the predictions for the game. People are calling for a four-nil and a five-nil win for England. Hooray! <laughs> Scots will be up for it. <laughs> yeah, that'll I mean, be well up for it. 2-1, one, one, 1-0, I reckon again. Well, we yeah, kind of no. want to finish second, don't we? Because if we finish first, we're going to be against the vulnerable in the group of death. So against France, Portugal, Germany. Finish second would be probably against Sweden or Slovakia. So That's ridiculous, isn't it, really? It's kind of an easier yeah, route through if you finish second. They lost against the Czech Republic instead. Yeah, and just not Scotland. Yeah, nobody wants to win the group. Everyone wants to finish second. <laughs> not, not against the Scots. We can't give them the satisfaction. No. <laughs> anyway, wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> right, so before we get into our review, Nick, how do we do in our predictions? So predictions now. There's a bit of a twist here. Uh, it was actually me that struggled this week because uh, I made a last-minute U-turn on the Cameron Grimes LA Knight match because I didn't realise. I don't. I, I don't. I didn't realise he got changed to a like a ladder match for the title. So I just not thought, oh, I die. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I just thought when I was doing the pre- I was like, "Fuck it." He's. I think Grimes is probably going to win because he'll be better suited to the belt. But I should have stuck with my instincts from the off. So my own fault. But um. But yeah, I got ten points. So um, the three I got right were the ones that we all got right. So Xia Lee winning, um, Gonzalez winning, and Reed and MSK winning all by pin. We all got one point only for cross by pin because he actually won by submission. So uh, one point. Then you two, as I say, got the three points for LA Knight. 
And then on the bonus one, so me and Lance both said no to a return. I'm yeah. going to count Shotzi Blackheart's return as an actual return. Yes. Um, however, you don't get five points, Chris, because you didn't say who is the person. So you only said oh, yes. Oh, so. oh, I think that you should have said that. When I put my things in, you should have said I had to say Oh, uh, no. I always, I always need a name. I always need a name who is going to be. Um, so, yeah, well, yeah. Well, so but, you get you get three uh, points. Uh, I was going to say, doesn't Pettingill count as a surprise return? You didn't specify a wrestler. Yeah, well, I, don't, I need a name next time. It could be anyone, even if it's uh, even if it's <laughs> I don't know. Um, even if it's Wayne Rooney making a return from uh, that <laughs> episode, Slap Barrett. Uh, I'd still need a name. So you get three points though. So the, what it does to the table. Um, I'm top on 181, Lance second on 167, and Chris making a bit of progress, but on 148. So still yeah. a long way, still a long way to go. I thought I had to make at least one, pick at least one difference to you, so I can get. <laughs> you get but up next, head in a cell. So all to play for. I'm only what halfway through the year, so still a long, long way to go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, so before we get into our review, here is a word from this week's sponsor, Boosh. Today's podcast is presented by Boosh. It is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With the powerful sonic technology, ultra-gentle bristles, and the Boosh redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like having that feeling when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with the code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Uh, hey, good brothers, this is Sunset Skip, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. Right, so the show opened with free time BBG wrestling guest Todd Pettengill narrating the card. Then Doc Hendricks narrated a bit as well, which I loved as nods to my childhood, growing up in the early 90s. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, then, and then Todd came out, introduced the show, pointed out this is the largest crowd in CWC history, even though it was about 300 people. <laughs> I think they've only had the people going around the ring till then. They've just had screens before. Didn't they? So, and then we had possibly the worst bit of miming by Naomi Fox I've ever seen. They couldn't even Focus the camera on her because she just was didn't look. I don't know. <laughs> oh. But the show finally opened with our first match, which was a six-man tag for both the NXT North American and Tag Team Championships: Bronson Reed and MSK versus Legado del Fantasma. Is that right? Correct. Yes. So um, this was. I thought that yeah, this was a good six-man tag and it moved along nicely. Um, it never. Got to the heights I thought it could have before an opening contest. It was a lot of fun. It would have made a great like TV main event, I think. But it was missing something that we usually get with a takeover opener, I thought. Yeah, I, I I think, yeah, this one, I mean, it was the correct match to open the, the show, I guess, given it was yeah. always going to be quite fast-paced. Um, I think, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was good. I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far to say it was amazing. I, no. I would say it was good, and um, but it, it did the job of opening of opening the show. I think as well with this one, it's not had major build. It's been quite put together, so there wasn't that um, kind of I suppose big buzz for it. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it felt, I think it was only what two, I think we've had two weeks build, uh, I believe. Um, yeah. or certainly two weeks for big build. <laughs> um, so it, yeah, it, as I say, it did the job. I think it was always going to be Reed and MSK coming out on top. So you always had that in the mind as well, that, 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 that you, there was never really going to be a shock factor, I don't think for this, but, um, but yeah, no, as I, say, I think there was certainly more positives than negatives for the, for the opening match. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. It seems to go really quick. I haven't got the official time on it, but I think it could have done with five more minutes. Just, I think they could they could have done a lot more with the guys they had in the ring. They could have done a lot more spots, a lot more. Could have made that a lot more indie indie-rific, just as a, as a big opener. But then I was thinking they're gonna have a big. They have a, they had a big lots of close falls and the main events. It probably is a good the way they booked this match. Wasn't lots of lots and lots of crazy spots and close falls. It probably was good in hindsight, but when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, I thought this was going to be a bit more indie-rific." <laughs> but, but yeah, well, well, was the only went oh, Yeah, it was. It was really short. Yeah, it's such a big match as well. It seems like it was very short. Mm. I suspect this will. I reckon they'll continue. I think there's a big NXT coming up in a few weeks' time, so I suspect they'll have Great actual, American Bash. Great American Bash. Yeah. Um, on Joel's birthday. No, there you go. Well, I suspect on Joel's birthday you'll have Bronson Reed versus Santos Escobar, and then uh, Mendoza and Wild will will face MSK. Um, I reckon mm. that's where you might go. But then I suppose that's, I think well, Bronson Reed I think versus uh, Santos Escobar probably makes more sense. Maybe yeah, I think there's other tag teams there. So, uh, but I think yeah, there, there will definitely be at least one match coming out of this. So. I, I suspect it'll be Bronson Reed versus Santos Escobar, especially if they want to move Escobar up to that kind of next level from the cruiserweight division mm-hmm. to the to the mid card kind of division. That's kind of the bit I didn't really like about the match was Escobar seemed scared of Bronson Reed the whole match, and he kept every time Bronson came in, he tagged out. Apart from yeah, but then he did that cool like the how he lifted him into the snooker driver type move. I was like, oh, that was amazing. That was the strength of that guy. But, yeah, I thought, I, thought, I thought it was a bit weird booking, having him scared of Bronson Reed. It's always, it's always weird booking when they do it. It wouldn't have been that bad if Escobar was the champion and Reed was the challenger. Then that's, yeah, that's fine. But yeah, if you're doing it when you're the, the challenger, then surely it just makes it a bit kind of well, thinking, well, hang on, you're supposed to be wanting to get his title. So but if you're scared of him, so then, yeah. It doesn't really make much log- logistical sense there. Yeah, we're recording our Tuesday, so tonight it's um, Thatcher and Champa versus Grizzle Young Veterans. So I'm guessing that might, the winner of that might go to Great American Bash and face NSK, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good shout. Toothless Timmy. Toothless Timmy. It'd make the most sense to uh, put them in there, though, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, yeah sort of. Go for afterwards. I think it just has to be um, Grizzled Young Veterans at this point, doesn't it? The Grizzled Young Veterans! <laughs> <laughs> well, considering how hard the push is. Yeah, I'm still surprised they didn't win the Dusty Classic and we're not having a... I'm surprised a... they didn't win the tag titles or anything off, off MSK. I thought they would have got their win back by now. Yeah. That's because Gibson sucks. Who's ah. Hey, it. Gibson, are you one of them? <laughs> In storyline terms, I am. <laughs> shoes, off if you hate, shoes off if you hate Gibson and all that. <laughs> we all got you through old photos the other day, and we found a picture of Joel and Gibson 
it's just after he stopped being called Zach Diamonds and came Zach Gibson. And he looks so young. He's got no beard. He's still got hair. <laughs> so he says that when he had hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think the next time we saw him, he, yeah, he, he'd gone full on Gibson. But he was, he was a good guy still here. <laughs> we saw him in New Brighton for All Star Wrestling. <laughs> so next up, we had Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. Um, most of my stuff I've got to say about this match is post-match for me, so any thoughts on the match itself? It's another incredibly short match, seven minutes, I think. So. Um, yeah, it was. It was only I think this kind of made more sense going out being the shortest match of the night because you kind of wanted to push Uzali that the most probably out of everyone on the match. So I think this one was always going to be the shortest match. And um, yeah, I thought it did the job. Um, I think, yeah, Sonny got her over. Really liked the stuff post-match. I really liked it. Loved it. Yeah. I think that's... Is that the first bit of sort of action me Ying's kind of had in getting involved with someone? It's the first time she's got off the chair, isn't it, I think? uh, Yeah, I think so. So that was quite cool with the way the whole whole square up to Mercedes Martinez. Um, So so post-match, Zaya gets a chair... Um, starts to attack Martinez but then she fights it off Martinez picks up the chair and uses it against um, Bear and Zaya then she hits Zaya a few times threatens to break her neck um, Zaya rolls out um, signals something to Mei Ling um, Martinez shouts that she's not scared and she'll hit Zaya again triggering Mei to get up and then she immediately chokes uh, Martinez then gets hit, doesn't doesn't affect her in any way, chokes her again, and then throws her off the stage, hitting the grate on the, on the way down. Oh, it's just... Oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what they were going to do. I didn't know whether she was just going to be like... like the, uh, in the dungeon, as they just had the master or the dungeon keeper, I can't remember his name was, and he, just, he didn't really do much. He was just kind of the figurehead of it. But if she's going to wrestle, that's going to be cool. It'll be interesting to see who she actually is. Yeah, and I, I'm looking. I am looking forward to the big reveal of who, of who, of who, of who yeah, sort of thing of when she takes the masks off and everything. But yeah, I suspect we might potentially get maybe even a tag match, then um, yeah. versus Mercedes Martinez and someone else at the Great American Bash potentially. Um, but no, it's intriguing. It keeps the storyline ticket on nicely. Um, I know there was we had that theory last week that Mercedes Martinez was one of two that was going to be either Marie's bodyguard by sea earlier that it's someone else. Yeah. Um, the other person, Julia Piper. So yeah. I, uh, so she's obviously sticking on NXT for a bit longer. So yeah, I, I think the way they'll go is, yeah. They'll, if they want to get me into, into match, it'll probably be a, a tag team match. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm really intrigued how this, I, lo- I loved it. I love all weird. When wrestling gets weird, I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do to an extent, as long as it's manageable and doesn't the, go too. The only problem with it is in NXTs, the wrestling brands they don't tend to have weird supernatural storylines. So, but I'm interested to see where the thousand-year-old woman <laughs> can, can do in the ring. Wait <laughs> to the fine saucer turns up. Turns out it's Ric Flair. <laughs> I'm really intrigued. I just can't think who it could be. So, yeah. my, my, my knowledge of ja- um, Chinese wrestling is not too big. So, back in it. But, no, but now in WWE, they'll just bring a Japanese wrestler out to say she's Chinese. Terrible if they did. <laughs> right, next, uh, the Million Dollar Championship ladder match. Cameron Grimes 
Cameron Grimes. What's the LA Knight is the late So LA Knight won the million dollar championship in a really good match. I think it checked all the major ladder match boxes. It was. I think we knew going in it wasn't going to be like a high flying spot fest. I think they've become quite played out in WWE and XT these days. So it was kind of cool. Let's go back to kind of an old school feel for a ladder match. It's still like the dives and the drama and the crashes, but I don't remember a, a spot that made me wince. And all the big spots seem to be built too well and made sense that they happened. But well, I think, yeah, night, night winning made sense. And But I would have liked to maybe if DBRC got on the mic at the end and said, Something along the lines of I never wanted you to win Grimes because I always and then showing up at nights like his chosen man. Just have a DBRC a bit more involved, maybe involved in somehow in the finish as well. But yeah. I think it was a but yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought this was a great match. I, thought, I can't wait. I, 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 yeah, the computer can continue. I'd like to see these fights again. So yeah, well, I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, I think. Um, so is it actually going to be like a belt going forward where they'd keep defending it like, well, as a championship going forward? It'll probably just, it'll probably just be for this feud, I'm, I'm guessing. It'll just These two like, hot potato the belt and then it'll just go off TV. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, I imagine him carrying so, it around for a while. I, yeah, I, can, <clears> I, I think you, you can get some good shots, like photo opportunities of LA Knight with the title and then when Cameron gets it. You might have it on TV for a little bit, and then it'll just get fizzled out. I think. Yeah. I think it's just a prop for this feud. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I was going to say. Imagine it's going to be a bit, um, a bit like the uh, the ringmaster. Yeah, yeah, very much. Okay, kind of kind of suits LA Knight's gimmick as he lives in mansions and drives fast cars and everything else about him. So having a million dollar championship is quite cool. That's my million dollar championship. Then. <laughs> you can ask him. Don't need to. He needs to ask me. <laughs> he needs to ask me if I want it. <laughs> I um, I do think yeah, with this, I agree about it going for. But I thought it was a really enjoyable ladder match. Um, I think yeah, I've, I've enjoyed these two's chemistry as well, working together. I think they've it, it has been a nice sort of. It's been a, a very good feud. Um, you can tap in. You've been good friends in real life though, because I, I, they were when I eighteen. I've shot. They were kind of in a. In a faction-ish, because they're both, well, they kind of like they came together to take out Joe Hendry in Impact. Uh, Eli Drake was kind of semi in the cult of Lee, the periphery of it, but not officially a member of. <laughs> but they, were just, they kind of joined together to get rid of Joe Hendry. So I think, I think yeah, and I think, I think, yeah, I think they really like each other in real life. I'm sure they're friends in real life. You can, you can tell. But that bump at the end was ow. Yeah, I felt that. And it also felt like a heartbreak moment. So, I, so I, ch- I changed my prediction because I just thought, thought it would make more sense Grimes to uh, have the just for Grimes to have the uh, for Grimes to obviously have the, the belt. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just yeah, I just really wanted yeah, I really wanted him to win. So I, kind of, I felt that in the ladder match, you kind of felt that heart sink moment when the heel wins. Yes. I thought that they did something more of DBR, say they've got to got more sympathy onto Grimes because going in, I wasn't sure are they both heels because or they, I, don't, I wasn't quite sure on the dynamic. But to, and for a casual viewer, they probably was not sure who to root for. So having DBRC interfere a bit more or have some cronies who interfere to stop Grimes winning would have got more sympathy on them to him. 
would have got yeah more heat onto Knight in the end. But, but yeah, I thought that this is a, I won't say this is my favourite match of the night. I think it, it was your favourite night and favourite match of the night. I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think, I think it's it was my, quite, quite, yeah. It, it was. I, I enjoyed it in the sense that. I, I think this is the match I was most invested in in terms of wanting the wrestler to win because I love Cameron Grimes. But um, I think, yeah, it wasn't my favourite match. And I think one just edges it slightly. Yeah, next up we have the NXT women's title match. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. Um, I think I missed half of this match. Um, I, I don't know what happened at the beginning, but I thought it's great that they've got Gonzalez beating somebody like Moon, which means... Really going to hold on to the title for a while then, because it's a serious, um, serious win, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think it was, a, it was a nice title defense, and Moon came out for looking really good as well. And Gonzalez has beaten a proper contender, so it was, a, it was just a nice. Yeah, again, I don't think this was a very long match either. I think it was like fifteen. No, I, I, I was for this one. It yeah, I think this one could have done with five or so minutes longer. And it, I, I did enjoy it though, and I think they got a lot of the. Spots right with, with as you say, with Ember Moon, well, getting that free, but then Dakota Kai costing her the match. Yes. Um, yeah. Having the return yeah, of I Shotzi. Think I, came, I, came in when, yeah, I missed the beginning of the match. I came in when Shotzi and Dakota um, yeah, Kai were fighting to the back. I, I think I missed most of the match, to be honest. I haven't had a chance to go back and watch it. But from a booking point of view, perfect booking. I think we've still got Raquel looking like a monster. She's beaten somebody who's a former champion. I um yeah I, yeah exactly. Em- Ember Moon's um well she's former yeah, NXT Women's Champion. She's, it's a very good title defense as well. One, it goes well with the story, but also getting mm-hmm. a, a win over someone like Ember Moon is yeah is is obviously a, a good title defense. Not like she's just beaten someone who. Uh, even viewers who maybe have watched the main roster who have slowly started to watch yeah. NXT, at least they've heard of her. So, um, yeah. no, it, it, it was all real booked win, very man. well. It's a really big win for yeah. her. It solidifies her as a champion. Yeah. I'm not sure how long she's going to keep it for because it depends on what how they're going to do the draft. Are they going to include NXT in the draft? Or is it just going to be more of a smackdown? Because I can see Gonzalez and... Carrying crossbow going up in the draft, so they'll probably lose it around SummerSlam. It'll be, I reckon, she'll lose it to Dakota Kai. Um, now, I, I was thinking behind it was Dakota Kai would be the baby face because she's over at Gonzalez, but then I'm worth thinking actually, I don't really know how we're going to get there. Uh, I think it might even be the other way around where Gonzalez is the baby face, but then it just seems. Mm. Uh, sort of the bigger wrestler losing it to the smaller wrestler just doesn't seem like a very babyface kind of versus here would that make sense so it's, it's yeah I don't know if they're thinking maybe bring them up as a pair because the division the tag division on the main roster is so depleted I don't know maybe struggling if we start losing all these new people maybe a big uh, big struggle yeah I don't know yeah, I, 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 I don't know, cancel array maybe? Could they, could they somehow get well, cancel array into the picture? And they have like away versus them feud, have them Gonzalez and Kai be baby faces of the feud against the way. Yeah, that makes sense. Can, putting Candice array in there would be good. Because it'd be good to get a, get a title finalist. Mm. I've been calling it it's a, a top title for ages. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Um, Tony Storms, the only person maybe. She hasn't oh, been Tony getting a lot of wins recently. Yeah. I might be preparing her then for it. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've also working, got the yeah. you've also got the uh, what was it uh, Frankie Monet as well? Yes, that's what I was trying to think. Who's the big name which just debuted? Yeah, yeah. Got, and I've also got Saray as well. Yes, and there's also yeah, talk yeah, now that she's dropped the belt on NXT UK. Kaylee Ray as well. Potentially she might come up to NXT's oh, main roster. So there's loads of there's loads of options. I'll just have champion Mr. champion bring Sanamoto over. Whoa. <laughs> just throw them all up. <laughs> like this last next match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. NXT yeah. time. <laughs> Carrying Cross versus Pete Dunn versus Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think going into I've had a lot of people saying this is the worst takeover ever. I was like, no. Did you see some of them early takeovers? They were pants. They had squash matches on. <laughs> but, yeah, no. But, but, but the work rate is in this match, so it's hard. If you, if you this was like a, if it was going to be like Karrion Cross versus Johnny Gargano, then you could they could have had Adam Cole versus Kyler Riley too, and then Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor, and then the women's title match and the ladder match. And probably would have been one of the best takers out ever. But I think having this Fatal Five way is a great way of hiding Karrion Cross's weaknesses, having have like the five best workers in the division work around him. And he still, uh, every time he got in the ring, he just like looked like a monster because everybody, it was always like two on Karrion Cross or four, three on Karrion Cross or four on Karrion Cross. They get rid of him and then they battle up between each other to try and get the win. But, exactly. And I think as well, if Cross is going one-on-one with any of those other wrestlers, there's a good chance it's probably going to end up being a bit of a squash. So, oh, I mm-hmm. just... So, I think you well, you run the risk of it becoming almost like a squash. And then, especially if it's someone like Kyle O'Reilly, you kind of undo all his good work over the last 12 months. Um, mm-hmm. Pete Dunne, similar, similar sort of vein. The only other two you could really get away with is Cole and Gargano, just the amount of work they've done over, well, since like, the last year, four years or so. And they're yeah. probably the most likely ones who will go up to main to also to the main roster, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was a really, I think it was a really well paced match. Uh, the, yeah. the classic. It was, it was on paper. This was never go, in hindsight a fatal five way with these workers. It's just never going to be bad. It's always going to be. It's always going to be very good. It delivered, in my opinion, and it was my favorite match of the night. Certainly not the worst. Saying it's the worst takeover, really. Certainly not. I think as well, it's they have kind of again, like with anything, like with AEW with NXT takeovers, you you do have that thing of becoming a victim of your own success. And with NXT, oh, I think definitely. I think, I think if people compare it to like 2017, 2018 NXT, it's not the same product as it was back then. No. Exactly. And I'm, I'm sure as well, don't forget as well, we've not got any fans in as well. I know there's the kind of the fans in, but you know, like not a proper... Oh, the, the crowd was terrible tonight. They didn't make yeah. noise for anything. Really, really, really disappointing crowd. It's, it's, Give it. Yeah. So, so, so if you haven't been to watch wrestling for 18 months or whatever it is, do you pop forever anything? I don't, I don't know what these people guys needed to do to get a reaction out of people. <laughs> I've been... I think it... <laughs> Just like look, comparing it to sort of even other sports, like we've seen, we've slowly seen back in this country that fans have been coming back into stadiums. We've seen the Euros recently, but the one that's been standing out for me, the atmosphere-wise, has been the cricket last week at Edgbaston. How mm. amazing the atmosphere was all all round. I know it's a lot of British 
been on the piss all day but uh, <laughs> and, uh but you'd still you're right like you've been away at 18 once you've got a chance to really let your energy out yeah you just think it would be a bit more a better atmosphere i'm sure once we're back into sort of almost the proper stadiums in america then it will be better um i, I mean i'm not sure about what the nxt's kind of plan is i mean are they going to go back to the because where were they before this all happened wasn't it uh, full, full, full sale I, I don't know if they've got plans on going back there then hopefully doing the takeovers back in actual stadiums again that'd be cool so I like, I like the full sale crowd but the unit the I don't know how far I don't know, I'm trying to work out my geography here of Florida but I, I, I don't think the next I don't think the um performance centers that far from there is it I don't know Florida yeah. it's all in Orlando anyway yeah I think Totally. I, don't think, I don't think the performance centre is in Orlando. Oh, is it not? No. It's all in Florida anyway, but yeah. <laughs> I just thought, um, yeah, yeah. it, it was a, a pretty disappointing crowd, but I'm, I'm sure it will get it will get better when they, as I say, in about a month's time or so in America when, when everyone is going back into the stadiums. Yeah, that's it. It was a, it was a, great, it was a fun match. I did like um, Pete Dunne's tribute to the England team in his attire. Mm. Was, was and uh, Johnny Ogano's tribute to um, Shawn Michaels and his attire. It's pretty cool. Barrett, Barrett was selling that Pete Dunne's England tie very well on commentary. Mm. <laughs> Going back to the ladder, I just think Barrett was talking about it was a solid gold ladder. <laughs> they couldn't pick it up because it was too heavy. They picked it up because it must, be, it must <laughs> only be a gold-plated ladder. <laughs> Oh, that'd be a solid cold ladder. <laughs> so, uh, happy with cross retaining? Yeah. I, I, I just wonder where they're going to go from here with him. Yeah. I was, I, I was half expecting the demons to come out at the end. See, we haven't seen him for a while. And it'd be like, the only way they could beat him. And I'd have, oh, maybe, maybe have Finn beaten at, in the, at the Summer Slam show and then Carrion goes off to the main roster in the draft. Can't have him beat him. The uh, demon, though, can you? No, yeah, I think the demon. Yeah. The demon ones. I'm just saying, uh, yeah. It's the only way I can think of getting credit. It's just beat the four, like four of the best. So, either, oh, I can't think who they pull. Like Keith Lee or somebody would be perfect. Divakovic, somebody big as like Where a middle feud would Keith be perfect Lee at the moment. Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. Keith Lee, like, is he injured? It's really got long COVID, isn't it? Oh Christ! That's a rumor I've heard. I'm not heard. I, I'm not, that's not a confirmation thing. But that's the rumor I've heard. Mm, well, that's not good. Um, no, that's not good at all. Well, okay. hopefully, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of any other wrestlers that could. Essentially, I'd, I'd love to see it. I know it's probably never going to happen, but Bob, Bobby Fish, maybe like with um, I don't know. I Bobby Fish so. is the only guy I like. I think you saw the video like package of him doing the um. The, the MMA kind of style training backstage so and mm. we know he's we know he's getting on a bit so maybe you know, one last kind of push for the title no, I'm not saying he needs to win the title but even just one last kind of push for the title would be quite cool but there's also talk of um, Mr. Samoa Joe yes uh, I'll still come on to that next year well Bobby Fish that'd be because Karen Cross is quite a decent technical wrestler he, he, was, he was trained in the catch catch wrestling. So having him against Bobby Fish would bring him out that side of the show the, show the TV audience that side of his wrestling because I think he's just been booked like a pretty monstrous heel at the moment. A, mon, a monster style 
But he can't. He can't. He's actually a decent wrestler. But yeah, I like, I like the Bobby Fish idea. It's like a middle in feud that could be fun. Well, I'm just trying to think as well, like that because they are, you said they're going to run out of kind of wrestlers this rate almost. Uh, of, of, they're throwing everyone into it, and you got you have know, got Balor, but yeah, I'm trying to fairness they're going to. I just think for for a change of style, I think need the. Uh, if they had a, like a Dibakovich or somebody just big like Bronson Reed I don't know like a title for title type thing could be fun oh yeah they don't, with that like, I, I always get really nervous about doing stuff like that because I find then it just kind of almost kills off another belt um, I mean you have to be quite careful of how you how you kind of go about those ones I think mm. only Lorcan <laughs> he's obviously on his own now <laughs> he's got the best theme tune they've given they've sacked off all the good theme tunes <laughs> post-match we cut to William Regal leaving because throughout the night he's been breaking up fights <laughs> for the last couple of weeks he's been breaking up fights so then he said he's never seen such bedlam in his time in NXT he's been there for seven years maybe it's time for a change Regal walks off end of the show I've heard two rumours both involving um, Smojo so either Smojo is going to be the new GM or Regal will bring Joe in as like an like an enforcer to enforce the rules, like a, a commissioner role. He's, he's not he's not he's not cleared to wrestle, so so he'll still on his wrestler's salary to be a commentator. So is oh. he, what? So is, is he still? What's wrong with him? Is he still like? I thought he was going to wrestle. I thought he was clear months ago. He's it's, it's, it's got. Um, he's, I, don't, I don't think WWE clear it's because of his amount of concussions he's had. Things concussion based. Uh, right, that makes a bit of sense. Well, he was doing the great commentary on Raw. He was still getting paid his wrestler's salary. So I think that's so yeah. probably more, more, more like, yeah, release him, bring him back in a couple of months on a lower salary to the, not, as a non wrestler. Yeah, that's quite, yeah, well, it would be good to yeah. see him in XT, but I'd rather see him as a bloody wrestler, not as GM. Only because yeah. Regal's so, so good as the GM. I just, uh, again, it says don't, don't, don't fix something that's not fair, broken. I'd like to see Regal wrestle as well. I do love it when he breaks up fights. Regal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'd, I'd happily have is if Regal goes up to Raw or SmackDown as the GM. But then he has, to be, involved. Involved. He has to be involved. He has to be involved. I like Regal. He's not on TV making 10-minute speeches at the beginning of every show. Well, I he's, don't just think there. To... he's just there when he's needed. I think you don't need to do that, especially with Raw, I don't think you need to do that. SmackDown, you can you can get away with. So I think SmackDown would better fit for Regal. Like, as you say, just come out. Not like in the Teddy Long coming out if it's just a tag team match that needs to be made. <laughs> but, um, no, I, 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 I like... War Games. <laughs> War Games! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the number going to miss that as well. I don't know. Yeah. No, he can't go. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it's um, even if he just says, like, I don't know, like, I'm taking a month off or something. He's <laughs> going on a holiday. Well, you know, in someone's so angry, if you like, you, I don't know, like, back at like, school, like, if you've completely pissed the teacher off and they walk out the room because they're so livid, then you're like, <laughs> then you, you can actually crap yourself going, oh, we really have Peter off. Maybe everyone should just calm down and just. Yeah, let the teacher teach. Because that's not what mine did. <laughs> that's not a thing. I don't think it ever got that bad, but... The teacher walked out a number of times. <laughs> well, I'm not just saying she walked out to home and make a cup of tea or something, but I'm talking like if everyone was just being... Yeah, pain, she was fuming. Yeah, no, he didn't calm down after that. It got worse. <laughs> People are laughing at the teacher. <laughs> oh, dear. 
but so what are your overall thoughts on the show overall thoughts on the show um again yeah it was an enjoyable show not the best takeover we well not even the best takeover we've seen this year because uh, i really enjoyed the vengeance day one back mm-hmm. in february uh, but no, I think it all matches also their purpose. Two matches in particular, very, very enjoyable. Um, and yeah, I think there's enough. I think now it's the case of they need to be careful of what they do booking wise now going over the, so well, certainly over the next month or so. So I think it's going to be an interesting kind of few weeks and a stuff they need to get right on TV. Yeah, same. I'm re- I, yeah, it's, it's kind of pushed forward a lot of storylines, hasn't it? So I'm really looking forward to see where the Bronson Reed Phantasma stuff goes intrigued where the msk with that at are they going to go with legado felt phantasma or are they going to go down maybe the grizzled young veteran routes like stuff cam grimes and la night can have a full-on match every week i really enjoy that much or just interact every week they're so, both so good on the mic and yeah yeah I'm, I'm intrigued to see where that happens yeah is that where's that Raquel Gonzalez, I'm excited to see where that goes. And then, yeah, really intrigued how they're going to sort out the title scene in the main event. I can only see, yeah. It's that, this, I can see the angle being Demon Finn takes the belt off him, but I don't see, what's it, I don't know what the, like, middle in feud, how they could, might be. Unless he beats Finn and then faces Demon Finn, loses mm. the Demon Finn. Just don't think they're going to bring the Demon back. The Demon. <laughs> Oh, they're going to they're, they're gonna have to do something really amazing in the next team months to build somebody up to beat them at the moment. Oh, you'd think, wouldn't you? Just, I could see him just relinquishing the title. Nah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, he, he loses the title, finishes undefeated, and he's lost the title twice. So relinquished it twice. Looking at, looking at the current roster, I can only see Finn, unless... Walter comes over or something, or they somehow build up Thatcher to be a main event. Or so. I think it's too. Like, I, would, I, would, I would say Walter's a great show, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Walter because oh, yes. Hi, this is Tonga, and you're listening to Broken for Glorious. So we'll finish the show <laughs> with our predictions for Hell in a Cell. Yeah, five matches announced so far, unless something's been announced in the last. Five hours since I wrote the script. Yeah. <laughs> right, first up on my list is Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Singles match. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one to predict, isn't it? I wanted, yeah. I mean, the the booking of Shayna Baszler is an absolute catastrophe. We're talking about all these fantastic women wrestlers on NXT. One of the best women's wrestlers in NXT of all time is probably Shayna Baszler. Does you see her? Just Definitely. Getting involved in all this bollocks is just an absolute joke. You're so, not enjoying it? No, I'm not. <laughs> I've not seen um, her for a couple of weeks. I'm not 100%. I know she did. They got both to the worst segments ever. Everyone keeps saying. Uh, was it last week or the week before? Where she was here it's, and the doll. It's, a, yeah. it's it, what they could be doing with her is just, oh, it just makes me furious how like, they've Where's got such way? a good wrestler there. And you're having her just running around off the dolls when you could have her versus Rhea Ripley, her versus Charlotte Flair. Her yeah, versus, but imagine like a, 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 a like a four way feud between Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, Oscar, and Shayna Baszler. Exactly. There's so, so just many rotate between them. Where is, where's Bray done? I think he's st- I think he's taken time off. Apparently, there's rumours that he's um uh, he's been hit quite bad hard by um Brody Lee's death or Luke Harper's dead. Oh, yeah, Luke, Luke uh, Harper's death. Okay. So I think he's. Yeah. I think he uh, he's 
he's taken some time off. That's just, again, what you hear on the rumours. But hopefully WWE just manage it well and give him all the time and support that he kind of needs, mm. I guess. It's definitely. just so strange, isn't it? Because obviously he was on such a, a high with being set on fire and everything. <laughs> and then he disappeared. Indeed. Yeah, no, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll see him back soon. Um, I, I, um, I think, yeah, I, I, my, I want it to be Shana, but it's going to be Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Alexa Bliss through shenanigans. 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 Like, like she'll have her, love her in a finish. Like Basil will have her in a finish, and then Black Goo will start going all over her hands, and she has to release and gets rolled up or something. Type of shenanigans. Or well, Polly will the turn. Dolly, into, uh, oh, Nikki Cross comes out dressed as Polly. Jesus. <laughs> or a man, or a man horse as the pig. Oh <laughs> Jesus, that's <laughs> terrifying. I think I've fancy booked that twice, three times. <laughs> Last year though, Alexa Bliss, um, uh, Larry the Pig died, didn't he? Oh, oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> a man says Huskus, then I forgot about that. That's sad, that actually. Yeah, uh, next is a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns Ooh. versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, it's got to be Rey Mysterio, on it? Yeah. <laughs> All that build. All that build. Do it again. I am um, looking forward to this, and I hope it's going to be kind of like the Brock versus Ray match from Survivor Series a couple of years ago, which was, was which was really enjoyable. Yeah, especially with Dominic kind of getting involved. Um, I think obviously as well this you have the Usos kind of what's going on there. So I, I was surprised it is Ray. To be honest, I thought it would make more sense doing Reigns versus Jimmy now. Yeah, um, but. Whether they're going to, they've got bigger plans to that going into, going, well, maybe even the next paper. It would, would have been, it would have been nice, like, bookend thing, because they had him versus Jay in a Hell in the Cell. Yeah. And him versus Jimmy in a Hell in the Cell. Would have been, like, a nice bookend into a story. Definitely. Oh, but I, I think, yeah, it'll be, it'll definitely be Reigns, but I'm looking forward to the match. It'll be, I'm sure it'll be a, yeah, it'll be fun. Match. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Roman, though, isn't it? It's gonna be very well, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Bianca be, uh, versus Bailey, SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, it's gonna be Bianca. Um, yeah, Bianca. Uh, 100%. I've really not enjoyed this feud since um, well, since uh, was it? What was the last pay per view? Um, Backlash was it? Yes, WrestleMania yeah. Backlash. That's right. I I I think it's just I don't know. I don't get the whole laughing thing. It's just, it's almost just, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been very poor. And again, it's sort mm-hmm. of wrecking Bailey of how great she was last year. They've managed to, yeah, they, they need to be really careful because they've gone from having the best woman wrestler in the world almost last year to um, potentially making her into a joke. So, yeah, they need to be, be careful. High um, line, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah, but she, was, she was the best heel on the show for months and months and months, and I'm quite, not quite sure what's gone wrong in the last four months, maybe. A few weeks, maybe six weeks before WrestleMania, so now it's kind of a bit. Well, I don't know what the thinking is, but I don't know. Um, yeah, Bianca Belair, I think, as well. Yeah, can't see a drop in it just yet. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Ooh, I'm going to go Rhea. Back in Rio. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still confused why Oscar's not in this match because Oscar won a number one contendership against 
Charlotte, and then the next week they had another one. Charlotte <laughs> won it. So, so unless Charlotte oh, wins lol, isn't it? So does Oscar cost Charlotte? Oh, I match? think. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be Ripley that wins, but yeah, it's yeah. I don't really, yeah, I don't really get why they can't make Oscar just look a bit stupid in all of this. Yeah. Um, again and again, she was one of the best wrestlers last year. So again, they need to be pretty careful of how they keep going about this. Well, it'll be a good match for sure, but yeah, I think um, yeah, Ripley retains. I can see Ripley when she drops the belt being the one that gets cashed in on. Yes. Yeah. By who I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Without uh, losing clean to anyone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oscar's costs Charlotte somehow and Ripley wins. Or Charlotte wins by disqualification. Or, yes. But Hell in yeah, a Cell Ripley match. leaves with the title. It's not a Hell in a Cell, is it? It is, isn't it? No, it's not in the Cell. Oh, no, it's just, just single match. I thought yeah. you were predicting another Hammer scenario. <laughs> I, was about, I was like, no! <laughs> no! And then our last match, WWE Championship, is in a Hell in a Cell. It's Drew McIntyre's last season. chance. Hold on, can I just point out there's only two Hell in the Cell matches on the Hell in the Cell pay per view? They should it? really be, yeah. Two should that's be fine, but. That's usually more than that. They usually do. I think that sometimes they've done three, which is too much, in my opinion. Hmm. I think having a whole pay per view dedicated to it is too much, but. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. At least. <laughs> well, when you go to an indie show and they advertise the steel cage and leave it up for the whole show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I thought it was when I was younger. The whole um, TNA had a whole had lockdown, wasn't the whole every match was a cage match and it got boring. Yeah, it's still lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't uh, hear that um, word. Lock- I don't hear that word. Lockdown. <laughs> Bobby Lash- Actually, I kept calling this lethal lockdown when um, <laughs> when it first started, and that's boring now, and it's like. Bobby Lashley versus Drew. I reckon Lashley's going to win. Yeah, Lashley's Lashley will win. But it's last um, chance, isn't it? It's last chance. Although the, there's talk that, well, because I think both both kind of matches, I presume, for SummerSlam was going to be Lashley versus Lesnar and then Reigns versus Cena. But it sounds like there's talks now that um, um, Lesnar's not going to be back for SummerSlam. So whether that affects Lashley and Drew's plans. But yeah, I, I would still have I would still have Lashley, yeah, win this, win win this, and again, I think yeah, Lashley, you can probably be the one that gets cashed in on as well potentially if if you get the right, I don't know, right person who wins it, wins the money in the bank. I could definitely see there being shenanigans in a reason, like Shelton Benjamin comes out from under the ring or something. Shelton Benjamin, <laughs> that'd be that'd be cool, wouldn't it? What then have Charlie Haas come out as well? Oh, no, I mean, you could do, but I was thinking more like reunion of the Hurt Business already. Let's do it. <laughs> wow. So, Sean oh, well. Benjamin and Cedric Alexander both come out into the fight now. Who's going to get, <laughs> 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 get Bobby Lashley disqualified if they fight themselves? <laughs> but either which way, I think there's going to be some form of shenanigans so Drew can be like, hold on. No, that's not fair. So, we can have another match, basically. Uh, so he doesn't he doesn't lose clean. Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking some kind of dusty finish because then he can be like, ah, I haven't lost though. I didn't lose. Yeah, I can see that. It's going to be a disqualification, isn't it? There's going to be a hammer. There's going to be a disqualification, and we're all no. going to cry. 
Oh, I hope they don't use the red cage as well. I will be the red cage. I hate that cell so much. Oh. <laughs> Even the small cage. I like the old cage where you can throw people off the top and not worry about killing them. <laughs> I'm excited for this stuff. I like the film and stuff. Yeah, I'm still surprised there's so little matches. <laughs> five matches are out so far. I'm reckoning that they're going to go long. I hope they don't. I think the two home cell matches are going to go long. Oh, sorry. I think that's what I like about the NXT. The NXT pay-per-view having it two hours twenty minutes was it? Oh, so, I love that. <laughs> I think the the rain. The what? stereo match will go long. The longest. Mm. I can say, yeah, I can see the four title matches at least having twenty minutes each. Yeah, because we're watching. We're watching when we're watching NXT Takeover. Rachel, was, oh, it's over. Was like, that was quick. I was like, <laughs> So she must have enjoyed it. <laughs> it's nice though, isn't it? Because it just it like leaves you wanting more. Right, so before we go, Lance, do you want to lock your t-shirts? Oh well, of course I do. You can get your beautiful Lance Rivera Playboy Pleasure t-shirt at lancevera.bigcartel.com. Also, sorry, it's lancevera12.bigcartel.com. And yeah. also, as it is, um, as today marks the anniversary of the release of Unknown Pleasures. Uh, the mm. Joy Division album. Um, yes, it kind of uh, links up well with uh, my T-shirt because obviously my T-shirt is inspired by the uh, the cover for Unknown Pleasures. Mm. Obviously, we're recording this on Tuesday, but yeah, it's forty-two years old today. Wow! Whoa! <laughs> Joy Division, Ian Curtis, and the boys getting on it. R.I.P. Uh, you went far too soon. Far, far Is he early 20s? 20, 20, I can't remember. Uh, he wasn't very old at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was, bear with me. He was only... He was 23. He was a year older yeah. than me. Yeah. Okay. And he died he just up the road from my house as well. Oh. In Macclesfield. <laughs> oh. Now I'm all sad. <laughs> but yeah, buy my t-shirt and remember how cool Joy Division are. Definitely. Love, love will tear us Again. <laughs> Go for it. BBG Wrestling also have a wrestling tea store. Um, you can buy our t shirts and the Grapple Art Arcade t shirts. Uh, links are in the description. If you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, BBG Wrestling, or check us our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.